This week's throwback to black goes to a quote from John Hope. We have sat on the riverbank and caught catfish with pinhooks. The time has come to harpoon a whale. Throwback to black, John Hope. Now let's start the motherfucking show. It's your boy, Corey Dosecki. Something, something else. Hey, I'm glad to be back in the building, baby. Welcome back to the Power Lunch Hour. Welcome back. Miss you guys. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. What's going on, man? You, you was on vacation, you know. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. We missed you. You good? Did you have a good time? Tell us about it. Uh, vacation was cool, man. Uh, what they call a staycation. Oh, I, really? I didn't do shit. Uh... I was around the house most of the time, um, engulfed in my um, PlayStation excursion. <laughs> um, I didn't do shit, man. You know, I hung out with the folks the previous Sunday, yeah. and then I laid around forever. And you know, I went out a couple of days. I think we, me and Busy went uh, grab a bite to eat. Right, right. And shit, argue for about two hours. It sounded about right. It was fun. <laughs> it sounded about right. Um, they had the uh, the marathon downtown. Had that motherfucker jumping. Oh, uh, well, no place to park. It's like extra white people down here today. It was extra on? white. <laughs> so downtown was packed over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, hit the brunch up on Saturday. Got it uh, extremely inebriated. I think I hit like three brunches up that day. Ooh. Yeah. The turn up was real. Yeah, I mean, once I was in there, I was in there. He was gone. He yeah. was up. You hitting people at three o'clock talking about you up? Yeah, what's up with it? That <laughs> <laughs> was all one. But, uh, <laughs> that's about it, man. Um I ain't do shit besides that. Uh shout out to Sleepy. Uh we turned up for the brunch. Shout out Sleepy. Had a good time. That motherfucker's a fool. All the way. Sleepy a fool. All it don't matter what situation you put him in, he's going to adapt to it. He's going to adapt. Somebody going to be his friend that day. <laughs> <laughs> These are all facts. He was off in that motherfucker. But uh, all in all, I had, a, I, had a good, I had a good week, man. I'm glad to be off. You know, going back to work is, uh, is a motherfucker. Oh, it's always hard. Always a motherfucker. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody want to... Uh, Everybody want to ask you what the fuck you did for your vacation and shit. And, you know, I keep with the standard. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I ain't do much. I ain't do much. But have you ever had a situation where a person will tell your story that you told them to somebody else like it's their story? Hell yeah. That's the, that's the, nigga's weird as fuck, bro. Weird. This cat was at, at my job and, uh, you know, he, he kind of cool. So I, I kind of. Quote unquote opened up to him and shit. And he mm-hmm. was like, What you do for your vacation? I was like, All right, I do shit, man. I just stayed at the crib, man. Uh, I, he said, You ain't going nowhere. I said, I, want, I didn't want to, I can't move around like I wanted to. Uncle Sam took all my goddamn money, man. I had to pay his property taxes. Ooh, so shit, I had to sit I'm my ass down, bro. I ain't going nowhere. He started asking about property taxes and shit, young cat. So I was kind of explaining to him. He's like, Okay, okay. <laughs> so about. About two hours later. Two hours later. I see them standing around talking. I'm walking past them. He can't. I don't. I guess he don't see walking up. I hear is, 
hey man, I had to pay these property taxes, man. I had to sit my ass down. He was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like yeah, man. They're like, what? He's like, yeah, Uncle Sam. And then he saw me and he just stopped talking. <laughs> and I didn't know, I didn't think about it until he just stopped talking. I was like, what, are they talking about me or some shit? And I'm like, wait. Uncle Sam, nigga, were you telling my business or telling my story? He told your story like it was his, like it was baby. His. It's like if I can say when uh, <laughs> Mister I am something else is going through, I can sound like I'm older. I was and like I'm going through some shit. He was just story to get bitches. Like nigga, did you just <laughs> regurgitate my goddamn story? I just Bro, told you. <laughs> he practiced in the bathroom. Bad. <laughs> Uncle Sam, I said it too aggressive. Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Sam. Sam. Property taxes. <laughs> I was like, y'all motherfuckers weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the oddest shit. I didn't hear motherfuckers steal my jokes before. Motherfuckers right. stole my story. He stole your life. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga stole he stole my- your whole soul, bro. Damn. He let Jay out. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers walking like me and shit. <laughs> you know, just tiptoe. <laughs> It was the oddest thing. I never seen I that never shit seen before. I never seen that. Why is he walking so fast? I never. I, I don't understand what's going on here. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's that's creepy as shit, though, to sleep. It really is. It really is, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you know I work here, right? I, it, it did it the same day. I got to stop telling him shit. He might be using all my goddamn he's stories. All, he's, he's living a hell of a life His right now. His life is exciting. <laughs> he has an awesome life in his co-worker's eyes. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just at home playing PlayStation. Man, shit. <laughs> That's why. That's why the shit. He going to be telling the show tomorrow. Man. man, so I was I was at my podcast and I'm telling them about my day. Can you believe a coworker stole my story? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you the you the coworker? <laughs> but yeah, that was odd right, though. Yeah, that's odd right, as shit. But I didn't do anything else, man. Um, nothing popped off I could think of. Already. What about up? yourself? Uh, man, Friday night uh, was Friday night from what I remember. Uh, a little kicking it. Okay. You know, I had a good time. Um, Saturday, whew, Saturday was a long day. Yeah. And what I thought was going to be a day of me hiding in my house changed very quickly. Because okay. I found out, shout out U-A-L-R, we had a homecoming. Uh, Didn't even realize it. A.K.A. <laughs> Euler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I go to the uh, Euler uh, tailgate for homecoming, kicked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got fucked up so quick. I was like, damn, how did that happen so fast? Yeah. Kicking it with the frat shit. Meanwhile, half the frat looking for Sleepy. Now Sleepy said he on his way. I looked at the group me, the group chat said, nah, bro. I don't think he gonna make it, but I didn't want to tell them that. It would have just discouraged them so much. Yeah, Sleepy said he's gonna leave 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna be here long with the head on out, you know, the, yeah. going down in the, on the yard. Yeah, okay, okay. Let's go and get another bottle, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby, I bet you every time you said that, man, God was like, bro, no, Sleepy City on his way. I said, bruh, you trying to compete with brunch. It ain't gonna happen. Another bottle get ordered quick, but I couldn't, I didn't have the spirit to tell him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he'll be here. Sure. Yeah. He come. <laughs> Sleepy is not coming. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepy gonna brunch. Carl was there the whole time. Wait, now Sleepy said he coming. I kept on moving. <laughs> like, I'm kicking it. I'm having a vibe. I'm finna move around. I don't think your dream gonna come true. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So I had a good time there. Um, afterwards, uh, some of the frat came over to my crib, so we turned up a little bit. Shout out JJ, my little frat brother. Uh, it felt like he, it felt like he my nephew. Okay, you know, really, I love that little boy. Love that little old boy. <laughs> <laughs> All them nights ass niggas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for a late birthday gift, he bought me a bottle of uh, Crown. I was like, salute. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's what's up. Yeah, so shout out JJ, man, for real. That definitely gets a shout out. You definitely get a shout out. And shout out to Ivory. Kicked it. That was my uh, partner at Crime on Saturday. We took over homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Ivory. Solid brother. That's one why you want to ride with you. <laughs> Shotgun. That's what's up. Heck yeah. Good times. Good times. And then after that, I moped around the house a little bit. Kicked it with a few other folks and uh, me. Shout out Busy. I guess after she left you, she came on. <laughs> she switched friends and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we went to go see the uh, anime My Hero Academia. You know, that shit was off the chain, the movie. Okay. It was a dope time. All the nerds was in the building. It was capacity. I was like, look at all these nerds. <laughs> we have a community here. <laughs> I thought it was going to be uh, like empty in that bitch. It was, every seat was taken. Okay. Like, turn up. Okay. Y'all show out then. So had a good time. Sunday, family dinner. Uh, a few house hops, but not much. And then, no, it was a lot of house hops. I'll take that back. And then brought my ass on home, man. Started the work week. The, the uh, weekend just flashed by like a sneeze, bro. He <laughs> said like a sneeze. Sneeze, man. <laughs> I hope y'all sneezed in your elbow. <laughs> we don't need to pass no coronavirus. Man, <laughs> this goddamn coronavirus, bro. Right. Everybody it's the, up it's in the, arms. It turned up, didn't it? Man, there's no hand sanitizer left in this motherfucking building. <laughs> I bet you it ain't. There's no Clorox wipes left in this motherfucking building. Hey. There's no Lysol left in this building. Like, yeah. yo, you late. You missed the wave. You it's missed gone. the wave. You just going to be infected. Yeah, <laughs> wash your hands. But the thing is, there's a lot of soap left. Like nobody's buying nobody's soap. Nobody's washing their hands. Nobody's washing problem. their fucking hands. The hands is, is the solution. That is the solution. Wash your fucking hands, please. Yeah. We're begging you, wash your hands. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's a shortage on hand sanitizer right it's now. Shortage on a lot of shit. I bet. Yeah. And they try to get people. If you can work from home, do it. I'm like, please, Lord. Come on, virus. Let me work from home. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to actually do some work. I invested. All my stocks was failing, right? Uh-huh. Because it's coronavirus. So I was like, man. So I, I like sold all, damn near all my stock. Damn. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with it? Like, I got to, you know, put it somewhere. So I went, I'm like, shit. I'm going to go and invest in the damn people that uh that that made the, uh, the hazard suits. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah, so that, that that did a little number on me. That's what's that up. pretty good. And the motherfuckers that make the mask. Oh, that really made some money. Yeah, they ain't do so well, though. Oh. But that has this suit, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's hitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got to find another another way while this damn coronavirus is fucking up all my damn retail. You know something else happened? Uh, canned foods coming up next. <laughs> the what? Canned foods. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoever. Aluminum. Mm. Aluminum, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that could be, be good. That could be good. Yeah. Oh, uh, bullets, hmm? bullets. Whenever it's a crisis, people buy guns and ammo. Yeah, yeah, yeah steel, something like that. Yeah. Heck yeah, get your money on, man. I really need to delve into this stock game. 
I figure like it's a lane for me if I just take the time to actually learn it. I just think that you know, uh, you know, talking to my, uh, my other co- uh, coworkers, if you're gonna save money and just sit there and your savings don't do nothing, you know, might well try to make it work for itself. You right. know, so a lot of people think they're gonna lose their shirt on some shit. I mean. Like times like this when the stock market kind of takes a big hit, yeah. yeah, you gonna you know you might lose a little bit. If you gotta be you gotta be proactive. All right, but it's time to actually buy up shit, ain't it? Well, no, it's, you're not. I mean, when it when it gets real low, yeah, you can buy up, but you don't want to buy it now. Shit's dropping. Right. So when it just starts to you know plateau out, you gonna clean up and hope it comes back up. Does this happen every election season? It's Nothing new, like this. No. It's a new virus every time. Is it? <laughs> it really is. They, uh, somebody even wrote it down. Every election season, it's a virus that pop up. Yeah, but it hasn't affected uh, this many people, this many businesses. Like yeah. they shutting down like warehouses and shit. Yeah, so yeah. it's a little different. This is what happens when you just you know depending on one foreign government to supply every damn thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it fucked up a lot. So. It fucked up a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Well, let's get into some of these topics then, I guess, man. All right. Uh, first, let's start off with some RIPs, man. We got a lot. Uh, I want to give the first one to James Lipton. Yeah. Okay. As a kid growing up, the actor in me, the person I always go to the show I have to watch was inside the actor studio. And that was such a dope-ass show. Such a dope-ass show. It really was. James was so, un- uh, like, bothered by anything you're not gonna shock him no you're not gonna not only that he wasn't racist he was so he was so unbiased to unbiased he had. everything like tell me your truth tell yeah. me your story and a lot of uh actors comedians super celebrities they opened up to him because it's like a safe place it's a safe place and it was a uh a genuine interview to get to know a person right yeah so, uh, R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Man, yeah. it was a great inspiration growing up for me, for yeah. real, for real. And just get to see our people. He didn't discriminate. Like anybody that was an actor, please come to my show. Yeah, I want to hear your story. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you did it, what you went through. Yeah, great interviewer. And what's the behind? You got to hear so much behind the scene game because of James. He was like, "So what happened at this point? What were you thinking?" Yeah, I've never thought about that, James. It wasn't about the, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't about all the celebrity of the person. Right. It was the actual core of the person. The so, core. at what point did you feel that was a turning point in your career? Yeah, those shit, those stories that you know they come up out of that. Yeah, genuine responses. It's like yo, that, that's motivational, that's insightful, right. and all yes. that shit. So, yes. dope ass show. Dope ass show. R.I.P. R.I.P. James. I got another R.I.P. Uh, to the 22 people that lost their lives uh, last night uh, in Tennessee, had severe thunderstorms and uh, even one tornado was reportedly touched down. Yeah. Uh, our extreme condolences go out to you guys. Yeah. Uh, man, that storm came in so quick last night, bro. It was in and out. A lot of people didn't even know it rained. I didn't know. <laughs> because it not only did it come in and out, it dried quick. <laughs> like they took the air and moisture with it. Like I'm taking all of this. For the fuck up shit leave. Yeah. I was like, damn, it's raining outside. I was like, shit. Next thing you know, I was like, did it rain outside? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know it even happened until I this morning there was checking on my family members out in Tennessee. So I'm glad they uh um uh, they're good. Right. Uh but yes, yeah, it 
RP to all the people that lost their lives. Is I didn't know it actually was a storm. Right. So that's how fast it went. It went so fast. It was in and out quick. So my uh, deepest condolences to those people. Hey. All right. So I want to um, pop off with a positive story. All right. And my positive story goes to uh, uh, Thomas Snacks Lee. Thomas Snacks Lee. Now, Thomas Snacks Lee is going uh, viral over the internet. It's the uh, he's the student manager at uh, JSU. It was senior night. Okay. You know, for the basketball team, and the coach allowed him to suit up for senior night. Oh, okay, yeah, this and, makes sense now. All right. And so uh, he gets in the last few minutes of the game. And uh, as soon as he get the ball, he pull up for like 30 feet out. Hell yeah, he did. Drain that motherfucker. Drained it. Whole crowd went crazy, man. So that, just imagine the feeling. You know, you never, he never played in a college game ever in life. Coach let him suit up. First shot, bucket. Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> From half court, look like. Man, he pulled up Steph Curry lane. Sad part was it was on UAPB. <laughs> I don't know what's the sad part. Shit, that's a bucket. That's a bucket. I mean, but it's, you know, University of Arkansas. You nah, know? man. Hey, you're going to get this work, too. You're going to get this work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, snack. hey. yeah, snacks gave you a snack. Okay, the whole crowd went crazy. I saw that video. I'm like, what's the backstory with this dude? I'm glad you told, you found it. Yeah. So that was dope, man. That's a, that's a feeling right there. He'll yeah. never forget that. Yeah, no, he won't. That's going to go viral for the rest of his life. Man. He's going to get a commercial out of that. Guaranteed. <laughs> he would get a Gatorade commercial. <laughs> Wait for it. It's coming. It's, it's going to be a moment. Either Gatorade or a snack. Uh, one of the snacks going to help him out. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody going to get him a well, uh, endorsement, goddammit. I got a positive story. Okay. <clears throat> The University of Houston aims to make college affordable by waiving tuition for students whose families make $65,000 or less. This is a big move. Now, what is it? University of Houston aims to make college affordable by waiving tuition for students whose family makes $65,000 or less. Nice. 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 Uh, the University of Houston, um, they started this program back in 2008 where they were waiving income for families up to $30,000 who only made $30,000. Yeah. And then uh, it later expanded uh, to $50,000. Mm. And then after, uh, I want to say, UCA started their program, I was like, oh, well, we can do better. <laughs> so let's go to $65,000. Yeah. So salute to University of Houston, man. That's dope. That's dope as shit. Yeah. It's, it's needed, though, man, because uh, the price of uh, education is rising so ridiculously, and yeah. your student loans ain't nothing but a trap. It ain't so, nothing but a trap. It ain't nothing but a trap. I'm still paying for them, Lord. Why did I know better? <laughs> no better, do better. Shit. But, yeah, uh, that's dope, man. That's very dope. So, salute the University of Houston. And uh, I got another positive story. All right. Um, yeah, be happy news today. Yeah, I want to give a major shout out to the uh, owner and CEO of uh, Honey Pot. Yes, uh, salute. Let me get her name before I uh, go any further. All right, uh, Patrice Dixon. Okay, I accept it. Uh, she had started uh, Honey Pot to empower Black girls. It's a, a plant-based feminine hygiene product, mm -hmm. and she actually got in inside of Target. And she Honey Pot, ladies. Honey Pot. Yeah, Honey Pot Company. She uh, 
she got a, a ad in Target commercial, wanted to uh, why she started the, the company and wanted to empower black girls. So once um, the European community saw the commercial, mm-hmm. they felt that she was being racist and uh, neglecting all people, especially them. Because she said she wanted to empower black like, girls. Like, y'all don't get enough fucking Anytime attention. motherfuckers say black, they're like, oh, what about us? What about us? Everything's always about y'all. Always. What about us, goddammit? Please, use this plant base to wash your pussy, too. Yeah, you, you do can, not discriminate. Too. Yeah, so I just <laughs> want to empower my people. Uh, but, so all the reviews, they went and put negative reviews on Yelp and whatever. People go snitching shit. And thinking that's going to take away from their business on on the contrary unfair oh ever since these negative reviews and the story broke her business has increased over 50 percent. 50 and a lot of people are especially on twitter encouraging people to go give great reviews uh buy the product retweet we post you know just to let people know that it ain't all about y'all look at y'all black bow buying power working i'm yeah. telling y'all we got the power yeah, she said, I didn't say nothing about my product is only for black girls. Please, she we said, want everybody she said, to the reason I did this, I started to empower black girls. But all you motherfuckers can wash your ass with Please it. Please wash your ass. Yeah. We do not want to stop you from washing your ass. Yeah, so go in, purchase something, give a great review because they're trying to take a black queen down for some dumb shit. I ain't gonna lie. Some of you trailer trash that I seen doing those comments, cause you know Twitter don't care. They put you on blast and yeah. put your address. I think everybody should mail them some feminine care products, cause they look <laughs> like they need them. Yeah, it might be helpful. It might be helpful to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might be helpful. So salute for my people standing fuck up for their people. Facts. Yeah. Love that shit. Salute honeypot. One type of honeypot. Uh, heck yeah. A high-tech Chicago exhibit puts visitors eye-to-eye with Martin Luther King. Imagine being so close to Martin Luther King Jr. as he gives one of the world's most famous speeches that you notice the the creases in his face, then realize the late civilized civilized, rights leader is looking you square in the eye. Hmm. That's the intense personal moment organizers are striving for it with a -a one-of-a-kind virtual reality exhibit opening Friday at Chicago's DuSable Museum of African American History Hmm. called The March. It captures the 1963 March on Washington during which King delivered his iconic I Have a Dream address. So salute to uh, Chicago and uh, salute to the DuSable Museum of African American History for offering this, bringing technology, uh, connecting technology with the past. Nice. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> you can't say nothing. You you there there, yeah. like you experiencing it. So they're yeah, bringing another uh, experience to the whole. You know, everybody know about the the speech, right? But just to trying to feel it and get the you know the intensity of it all. And yeah. I would love to see that. shit. I love to see that I, shit. Next I time I go to Chicago, I'm gonna have to go see that. I don't know how close it is. I won't be too close. You he know, said you so. can look at the, the creases in his face. Back up. Back up. <laughs> like, oh, King, you get a little too close, <laughs> back yo. Back up, King. <laughs> hey, bro, don't make, don't make me throw a break. I can hear you from here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope, though. That'd be dope as shit. So I'm looking forward to it. You, uh, see, uh, you see the video when uh, Oprah fell? Boy, I was about to talk about that too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I see it. Did you see it, man? Did I see 
saying. Oh, I love my people on social media. Oh, this is these ones, these ones are gems right here. Gems, man. Gems. Yeah. Not only was she give in the middle of her speech, she was talking about balance. Yeah. And she bust her whole ass. Yeah. And then, you know, people go put Kobe uh, on top of the video, like he crossed over. Yeah. Some people got Kobe uh and Michael Jackson from heaven blowing over. Yeah, they got Michael Jackson kicked in the back. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, Gail just need to apologize to Oprah for that. Because, she do. You know, you know, Gail brought that karma upon her homegirl. She did. Well, no, 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 now look. Yeah, Oprah yeah. been digging her own grave quite well. Oprah did Michael and uh, <laughs> Kobe. So yeah. now, now. Yeah. No, I kind of deserve a little of that carb. I hope no, she, she deserved, okay. She deserved all of it. She deserved all she of deserved it. All I of hope it. you drank your milk and have some strong bones. Yeah. She deserved <laughs> that little tumble. And she fell, fell. She fell, fell. Yeah. She tried to catch herself. She fell. lost all her balance. <laughs> and the internet did have no love for No it. love for Oprah. And that just shows you the way, man. People ain't crazy. They see what you're doing. Yeah. Like, if you look back, you know, Oprah does some a lot of good for people. Yeah, true, but it's a lot of the other shit she does. She's been like, "Why? Yeah, what are we doing that for? What are we doing this for? You giving a a family that already makes seventy five thousand a year a new car? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> shit, what the fuck? I still haven't heard her speak about Weinstein. She ain't said nothing. Ain't gonna say a goddamn thing. Not a motherfucking thing. Nah, that's her bosom buddy. Yeah, I mean, just and he got convicted. So really. Why you not stepping out? Yeah, where's the uh is the documentary coming on that or uh, we gonna talk about it? What's next? Uh, anybody? Yeah. Anybody got something to say? Okay. I'll go leave it alone, Ooh. huh? All right, cool. We'll leave it alone too then. So goofy looking ass. Yeah. Um <laughs> I got one more positive story. Okay. And you know, we can get on into the fuckery. Shout out Erica Badu. Okay. She sold out of her brand new vagina scented incense. Yeah. In 19 minutes of going on sale. Facts. And they were $50 each. Facts. Salute, sister. Um, Erica Badu announced that she would be selling vagina scented incense. A lot of people raised their eyebrows, but now that our product is a certified hit, she and her Yanni inspired offering are laughing all the way to the bank. But at the beginning of the month, she was reported that one of her products, that the four-time Grand Award-winning Neo Soul singer would be featured in an online marketplace, Baidu World Market, would be an incense scent based on her genitals. Long story <laughs> short, Erica Baidu cut up all of her panties, or a lot of her panties, uh, burnt them, and even the ashes are included in the scent. Would you buy it? Hell yeah. I'll definitely buy it. I'll buy that. She's, I mean, that's, that, bitch, that shit probably smell magical. Right. And she, uh, they said, well, why did you do it? She said, well, you know, there's a uh, a rumor going around. Facts. Uh, <laughs> that uh, any man that I fall in love with or falls in love with me, I make them change their life. That's she, facts. She, so she was like, I might as well do it for the people. They've been asking for it. You might as well, man, because you didn't you did change everybody. All these uh these famous rappers and shit that change their whole style up. You make a man come out with uh grass pants. You know what I'm saying? You brought off the light and coming, man. Come on, yeah. not the light. Yeah, so 
I'll buy it, man. She said the people deserve it. Apparently, consumers agree when the premium incident went on pre-sale on February 20th. Sold the fuck out. Yeah. 19 minutes. Yeah, Erica Badu is like a like the ninth wonder of the world. The name of it is Badussy. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like the name. <laughs> I don't like the name. I don't like the name at all. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but, uh... That's dope, man. Salute. Salute. Get your money, She's 49 man. years old. Still looking good. A lot of you motherfuckers be struggling to get $40. Okay. She didn't she didn't sell her pussy cents. Pussy cent for 50. For 50 in 19 minutes. <laughs> that man. bitch sold out. Y'all bitches hustling backwards. Shit, y'all burn some of y'all vaginas fra- fragrance. You got to open up a window. Okay, you going to clear out the whole stadium. God damn. <laughs> that you going to need an incident for your incident. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna need some super lights on and Febreze combination. You got to know your instant pH balance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Honey pot ain't gonna be able to save your shit. No. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but salute, Miss uh, Bardu. Shout out. Shout out, Queen Bardu, man. For real. Uh. <laughs> Hey, right, now we just got paid in fuckery. So I thought that'd be a good way to get into it. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are up in arms at the uh, district attorney's husband who pulls the guns out on the protesters. Mm. That's how they name it. District attorney's husband pulls gun on protesters. Yeah. Los Angeles County District Attorney Jackie Lacey's husband pulled a gun on Black Lives, Pro- uh, Black Lives Matter protesters who gathered outside their home. That's how the story says. Okay. It just stops there, right? Then right. once you go listen to the story. Yeah. Here's what happened behind the scenes that they didn't tell you. Yeah. Not only did they gather in front of his property, they went and knocked on the door. Mm. Get the strap. Look, I don't give a fuck what lies matter group you with. Yeah. You come knocking on my goddamn door property. Yeah. And it's a heavy door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no just, it's a heavy door to come with a lawn service. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you had to cross my property. You came with my door. Mm-hmm. And kept knocking and banging. Because talking about you were supposed to have a meeting with Joyce. You trying to meet with my wife? <laughs> I'm like red for five heartbeats. My office hours yeah. are from nine to five. She ain't here. She ain't here. <laughs> and they wouldn't leave. She's yeah. like, I was so scared he waited a loaded gun at me. Oh, bitch, was you not on this property? How'd you get here? How'd you get here? Did he bring the gun to you? He looked like he woke up in his draw. <laughs> he had the angry man look on his face. He waved that gun like, I'll shoot all one of y'all motherfuckers. Get off my property. It ain't like he came to your house with the gun. Did not. Yeah. Did not. <laughs> he did not come to your house. Now, look, I'm all for protesting. Yeah. I mean, get it in, do what you can. But you got to be careful when you knock on people's door. It's a whole different ball That's, game. You, you in dangerous territories now. Yeah. Now you're not protesting. You harassing. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You trespassing. Okay. You, you tried the right one. I bet you won't knock on another door. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you won't knock on that door again. You're going to be on the sidewalk. Like this. You should yell a little louder next yeah, time. Yell a little louder. He can't hear us. He can't hear us. <laughs> I ain't going back up there. I ain't going. That dude tripping. It's hell no. <laughs> Mr. Lacey be tripping, man. I always got that pistol out. Yeah, yeah, you can't be doing that, bro. You can't do that, man. You violated, so I'm sorry. I mean, protest, but within, within rings. I mean, don't be crazy. Did you hear about the story about uh about the uh the eight deputies who uh were accused of sharing Kobe Bryant photos of the death 
uh, the, uh, the crash site. I saw a little bit about it, but I ain't get into it. Tell me more. So it's a lot. It's a, uh, eight uh, deputies have been accused of taking pictures and sharing them, Damn. showing them to other people of the you know the the crash scene, uh, the helicopter crash, Kobe Bryant, and uh, so it's been circulating. Not not the photos, but it's been aware that they have these pictures in their phone and they've been showing people. Mm. And so the sheriff is saying it's a, you know, very unfortunate. It's, it's not a protocol for them to take pictures. Only people that need to take pictures of the scene, that's their job to do, but they're, you know, it's not their protocol to do it. Um, so they, they saying there's nothing, uh, in a, in the rule book saying it's against the rules, right. but they're looking to, uh, have display actions on these eight uh, deputies, mm. which needs to be done because what kind of fucked up person are you to take pictures like that to show people? This motherfucker got a whole accident, and you know why would you? Why would you take the pictures to show other people? This motherfucker's dead. You know what I'm saying? Right. Devil's advocate here. Okay. <laughs> Devil's advocate. At the time they went to go investigate the plane crash. Yeah. They didn't know the significance of who was in this plane, right? I know this is post we know more now and we are aware we have time to think about it. We know it's Kobe. Yeah. It's rude. But at the time of a horrific scene like that, yeah. when you just show up on the scene, real talk, as yeah. first responders, you're just like, man, look at this shit. I have never seen nothing like this. Yeah. You really just take a picture just like, I need to, you know, there's that moment of, I don't know what this is, but it's something big. Yeah. Now, the fucked up part was, when they went to go sharing everybody and their mom, that's supposed to be something that's kept to yourself. Right. You're not supposed to be going sharing, especially when you figured out who it was and what was going on. Yeah. That's not something you're supposed to be going to share and get in out of In your time with. of, you know, being on scenes like that, have you taken pictures of Hell yeah. Really? Yeah, you have. But it's not like something I'm going to post online or yeah. it's something like, because like, you want to remember this moment because this moment is going to change you. Right. And it's just like uh, a firefighter. You go take a picture of a burning building. At the time, you didn't know three people died in there. Right. You know, it's just the shock value, the the instant reaction of, I need to remember if this I moment. If I see a firefighter pull to a fire and take a selfie, nigga, I'm firing this ass <laughs> out too, nigga. I'm throwing you in the fire, bro. Like, right. it's, your job is to take care of the situation. You right. bring your phone out, though? Right. You know. It don't work as fast as that. I mean, that sounds good. <laughs> but when they arrive at the scene, they got different assignments and teams. Some people don't even go into the fire. Some people only job is to stand by the truck and, and look at the uh the levels on the truck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just have to, ooh, look at this shit, click. It's just like the instant reaction of social media as we do all the time. You see a fight, let me record this shit. Yeah. It, it's that instant reaction. It's human at this point of 2020. It's human's instinct to bring out a phone and take a picture first. Now, mind you, they are completely wrong and deserve so any despair action. If a person pull up and they pull up at the hospital, they got like a whole fucking four by four in the side of their head. If I see the doctor pull out a phone taking pictures of that, that's a fucked up ass person. That's a fucked up ass person. I, I don't. I don't mean social media, not man. Like right. this is a whole fucking scene. Your job is to take care of the scene. You don't want to take right. pictures, bro. What about that uh, dude that was just at the hospital, just waiting for the doctor to come see him next to take a picture? The what? The who? The patient that the doctor was waiting on before him, and he's just like, damn, that dude got a forehead. He got a two by four on his forehead. He gonna take a picture. The patient? Yeah, the other patient. 
the the person that just I'm talking hospital. about people that's working. You're, you're right. working. If you, I mean, bystanders gonna pull their phone out. Them I'm not here. To, I'm not here to take care of the situation. I'm right. just here. Them sheriffs dudes just sitting there holding the line. They ain't rescuing. That's fire. <laughs> they just sitting there watching the shit. Man, fuck all that. Dog. I know it's not fair. It's not right. But in 2020, this is what we do as a society. Well, they gotta be repercussions for it. Of course, and they deserve it. Yeah, I'm not arguing they don't deserve it. I'm just telling human reaction. They gonna take a picture. It's gonna happen. Okay. I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying it's gonna happen. I know it's gonna. I mean, it, it, if it happens, it happens. But this is what happens when shit happens. So. Right, right. They deserve all the punishment. Yeah. But it's gonna be more. They're gonna have to put something on the books. The like only people that's using this footage for actual investigation purposes, they're gonna have to put in uh, writing. But the laws haven't caught up to 2020. Yeah, they're not with the t- digital technology. And back when them laws written, they still like shit. Are we still hunt niggas? Just like that. <laughs> like I, I think the law said we still hunt niggas. Just like the motherfucker <laughs> that took a picture uh, with the the guy in Iraq that they beat up and killed. Right, took a, a selfie with him. Right. These are, these are repercussions that need to happen. So you can't say you can pull your phone out. That's what that's what they gonna do. Right. It shouldn't be something that need to be done. It shouldn't at all. At all, man. At all. But yeah. This is the world. This is the world. Sad. Speaking of crazy <laughs> and reaction, did you hear about Spike Lee? Yeah. <laughs> so Spike Lee uh, says he was being harassed by James Dolan and won't attend any more remaining games. Basically, this all started because Spike Lee decided he wanted to go through the employee interest like he normally does, always does. Well, apparently, <laughs> front office had a problem with Spike Lee going through uh, the employee interest Say he needed to go through the VIP interest. Well, Spike Lee was already in the building. He's like, I ain't getting out of no damn elevator. I'm finna go on and go to my seat. We want you to go outside and walk around the block, then come to the door. Why the hell would I do that? <laughs> I know I can't get back in if I do that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So later they said they escorted him down to the seat, but there was like... Uh, the Knicks, New York Knicks office is like, well, we've told us Mr. Lee many of times not to, man, this is Spike Lee. Right. It's fucking Spike Lee. $300,000 spent on New York Knicks games. He's a season ticket holder. Right. Y'all ain't doing too goddamn good. For over 20 years. <laughs> over 20 years. Y'all ain't been too do- doing too goddamn good lately. Anyway, you need all the money you can get. You're going to need that Spike Lee money. If this motherfucker want to walk through the employee interest, let him walk through the employee interest. Leave him the hell alone. Right. It ain't going to break nothing. It ain't going to tear nothing up. It ain't no security issue. It's Spike Lee. If Spike Lee need to go to the bathroom, he should be able to walk across the court. Walk across the goddamn court. <laughs> hold on, Spike Lee, I go to the bathroom. Oh, hold on. Wait, get your scarf. Get your whole <laughs> scarf, Spike. Damn. Long ass scarf. <laughs> scarf longer than you, Spike. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so that's the big deal. Do you think uh Spike Lee should have uh did do you think he did anything wrong or how do you feel about it? I just I don't understand what the reason is. It was the reason behind it. Right. Like if if he's been doing this for so many years. Uh, I don't know what what reason could Spike Lee have done to right. make you say no nah, after all these years you can't do this no more you can't do this no more he yeah. was just there the night before for the uh, stage play that they had for the uh, inner city kids for all the high school kids they did a uh, play and he said I went through the uh, employee interest then wasn't a problem yeah why now 
Yeah, you gotta figure out what the reason why. All right, this ain't Nick's first time. You know when they get into it with Oakley, yeah. <laughs> Oakley with Oakley was still a go. It beat your ass. Spike Lee <laughs> was saying that uh, you know all the employees were so scared to uh, scared of being fired because you get fired so 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 quickly mm-hmm. at uh, the garden is that they didn't want to look him in the eye. Like right, they was you know looking away because they didn't want to be associated with Spike because apparently. He's on the, the no-go list or some shit. Right. So he said he ain't going to do more games this year. Right. How did he make that list? Y'all need all the money you can get. Yeah, what the fuck did he do? What the fuck did he do? He had a uh, program for inner city kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How dare he? How dare he? How dare he? It just don't make no damn sense. Yeah, so I, I mean, shit, you pull that ticket holder, you're going to be uh, sick to the motherfucker. You're going to be sick as shit. <laughs> That's some dedicated <laughs> money. That ain't you nobody. And then they calculated for 20 years, came to like $10 million type shit. Yeah. Uh, over 20 years. 20 so. years. Yeah, they fucked up. You fucked big. I fucked up big. Because it's not going to just be him. It's going to be him and his friends. Yeah. He was <laughs> like, his 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 son and daughter's 24, 25. They grew up in the garden. Like, they go through the entrance all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's not like it's the first time. You're just being a dick. Since we're still in New York, uh, New York is finally going to get rid of their pay phones. They're going to go extinct. Mm. They pulling all the pay phones out of uh, New York saying it's gonna make more sidewalk room for the yeah. walking pedestrians. Damn. <laughs> and so everybody at first was like, how you just gonna remove the pay phones? And you gonna start in the hood. They start in the hell's kitchen. Yeah. But uh the New York has promised that they're not just gonna remove the phones without different options. They're gonna start a new system, uh linked NYC. It's gonna offer free pay phones. And you'll be able to have free Wi-Fi over the wet pay phones. Mm. So, you know. They're going to be huddled up around them pay phones all goddamn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're going to be called Link NYC Kiosk. So. Shit. I need to find me a little uh, little burger stand, a little okay. hot, dog, hot dog stand right outside that damn Wi-Fi kiosk. Boy, nigga. everybody going to be out there. <laughs> all the drug dealers going to be the same place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll get y'all quicker. <laughs> I know you're on Instagram, man. Go on buy a hot dog, nigga. Real quick, I bro. Know I, know you hungry. Hungry. I know you're hungry. I know you're hungry. I know you're hungry. Surfing the web. <laughs> I don't want to give me that. Yeah. So, you know, hey. I ain't seen a payphone in years, though. They actually got a payphone down uh, university. I took a picture probably like two years ago. I don't know if it's still there. Right. Uh, right going towards 65th. Wow. Uh, by the gas station. It surely is one surely out there. Is. Yep. Your country. It surely is. surely is out there. That's a whole ass payphone right there. I took a picture of it. I ain't seen a payphone in forever. I remember back in the day, see people pull up to the payphone, park their car sideways, and have full long conversations on them suckers. Like, Man, we found out that goddamn, uh, that, that code you can put in the payphone, get them yeah. free phone calls, boy. Heck yeah. That was the shit. Some people got so good they can tie a, a quarter to the payphone and pull that coin right back out. I was God like, damn, damn, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do that? I keep it on me. What? <laughs> I get free phone calls. I was at work one time as a young nigga, and I heard on, I don't know where I heard it from, but if you uh, hang the phone up like nine, then one, then one, right. it automatically call 911. Yeah. And, uh, if you don't have no money, you can use pay phones, you know, hit it nine times, hit it one time, hit it one more time, it'll call 911. I didn't think it was true, so I did that shit. <laughs> Nigga, about 10 minutes later, motherfucker, police at the day uh, at my job and shit, somebody, somebody using this phone, call 911. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo. They gonna run back the tape. It wasn't me, Lord. I was <laughs> they, calling my mama. They had a pay phone in the break room. They had a break room like who was using this phone. I don't know, fuck. I don't know, bro. No, bro. Geez. That shit actually worked. Yeah, it was like a couple of codes. You had the zero, one, is a, a passcode you can put in. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the hook. Yeah. There's a few variations of the hook. You can make a free phone call. That was crazy. I didn't know that was shit. It actually happened like that. Heck yeah. Oh, spy days. Yeah. <laughs> the Cold I... War is over, as they say. <laughs> All right. So my last story I have is uh, Oklahoma uh, Christian University had a recruiter at a high school. And a recruiter was in front of 110 students and four uh, teachers. And he had this type of, I don't know what you call a, a scenario or some type of event that he lined up all the students based off skin color and hair texture. I about to say sound racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sound He lined racist. them up and he had from skin tone to, he's like, I need a nappier hair in the back. Damn. And, and the straight hair in the front. And I don't know what his purpose was to have this exercise, but uh, when he saw that happening, the, the, the teachers left. <laughs> they walked out in disgust. They called the principal and shit like this motherfucker ain't bugging. He bugging for real. Yeah. So I got reported back to university, and university uh, fired uh, the individual for it. They have no idea why he did this exercise or what he was trying to prove. But he's supposed to be there to uh, encourage these damn students to come to the university. Yeah. That's your job to recruit these motherfuckers. And you all here doing uh, nigga lineups and shit. He thought he was at HBCU. He was pledging. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's his motherfucking name? They just showed it. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Do, 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 do Cedric something. Mm. Cedric Sunray. Oh, that don't sound good for yeah, us. Yeah, Cedric Sun. That don't sound good for us. He was man. white, so. Oh, thank God. Yeah, he was white. <sighs> like the nigga Olympics. Like, yeah. whoa, wasn't it us? It wasn't us. <laughs> wasn't us? Oh, thank yeah. God. Hey, on that same story, though, now that mm. I think about it, on CNN, they had a black kid on the face of that. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn, I know that ain't one of us. I just kept scrolling. Now, that was one of the students that was in the lineup. Oh, man. Yeah. Boy, they could have easily made that story better, though, huh? If they just put the actual kid that did his face. The person that does yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of always putting that shit up there. Well, he wasn't charged no crimes. So you don't want to put him out there, you know, get his life fucking threatened and shit. For, yeah. uh, so put one of the kids that was just there on there. Well, she was actually uh, explaining what happened. Why? Um, oh, she was a she? Yeah, the person that was on the cover of it. Yeah. The one who, the the, the dark skinned girl with the with the uh, red front. shirt. I don't know what she was wearing, nigga. The dark skinned girl with the uh the braid hair. Oh no, this ain't this. They had a black kid on a uh, black boy. Uh-oh. I was like, damn, she was ugly. I hope it wasn't the same person. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> nah, that was the little dude on there. Now they put everybody on multiple covers with just except the person that actually did it. Yeah. Ruin their life, shit. Like teach them a lesson. White privilege is amazing. They'll get a job with a promotion. He's going to be dean of the school next year. Damn. Uh, last week, I forgot to talk about it. Mike Tyson <laughs> did not offer $10 million for someone to marry his daughter. See, I can stop with those rumors. Stop circulating them. He didn't offer it. Right. It didn't happen. Cancel that story. <laughs> I see it still coming around. <laughs> I was like, come on, y'all. This is a fake story. 
Um, three chief executive officers from the world's largest companies all announced their res- resignation in just one day. The bosses of Walt Disney, MasterCard, and Salesforce, which all sit at the top of the Fortune 500, are resigning, leaving many to speculate about the strange timing of the departures. Uh, most of all, the uh, CEOs are just saying, oh, we're just, we just finally went to a new direction trying to move on. Yeah, bullshit. Something going on, man. Yeah, something's happening. Someday, right. Uh, no, I don't like, like their justifications. Uh-huh. I don't like it. Don't sound good to me. Uh, Alabama set to execute 44-year-old Nathan, uh, Nathan Woods for murder of three cops he didn't shoot. The 44-year-old Nathan Woods is set to be executed in Alabama next week for the shooting deaths of three police officers in 2004. Here's where the case gets crazy. Okay. One, Nathan did not shoot him. He was just at the house, but they were selling drugs from the same house. That's how he got the accomplice charge, which is punishable by death. Mm. You would th- and then they did shoot three police officers, one in the face, one escaped, uh, the other one died there. So you think, oh, no, they shot three police officers. That's how they're telling the story and painting the picture. Mm-hmm. Ah, but here's the twist of the story. Okay. Come to find out the police officers were, in fact, on the take, allegedly. Uh, and not only were on the take, these uh, people in the house that they got shot at owe the police officers money for bribery. Oh, wow. So the story gets deeper and deeper, and uh, the prosecution uh, did their best, and with the help of uh, this attorney, they suppressed the evidence mm. until now where people are speaking out and trying to tell the truth. So it's something y'all should go do your research in, sign protests, because the story don't look right. I'm not for cops getting shot. Don't get me wrong on that. But dirty cops that's really just got caught up in a drug game, yeah, yeah, it's a problem. That's not, you know what I'm saying? That's, that don't sound right. The uh, Woods said he was, uh, not Woods, but the dude that sh- actually shot the police officers. What's his name? Uh, Kerry Spencer said he shot the police officers because he thought he was about to get killed by the police officers. Because mm. why would three police officers be in a trap house? You know, they weren't serving a warrant. They weren't there for no justified reason. They still ain't said why they were there. Right. So something ain't adding up. You know, do your research. Check it out. Uh, I hate for an uh, innocent black man to die. And he didn't do it. You know, so do your research. Find out what's there. I wonder what happened to the other guys, the actual shooters and stuff. Uh, let's see... Uh, do, 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 do. Was the fans? They really didn't talk about it. Okay. They didn't mention Spencer in there. So uh, Spencer did testify that Woods did not pull the trigger. A fact that hasn't been disputed anyone uh, from law enforcement or the district attorney's office, and that Woods is one hundred percent innocent of the murders. But yeah. still, they don't give a fuck. Right. So that's a problem. I'm in a trap house playing PlayStation and he gets shot. I got to go to jail. I got to go to jail. I got to die. I ain't had nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with it. You was about to kill this man. I'm over here on this PlayStation. I didn't even hear the shoot. Mm -mm. So, you know, that's crazy. And that's, uh, oh, last story. Sorry. Yeah, last story. Uh, James Brown lawyer breaks silence as DA weighs potential death investigation. Uh, basically, the DA is, uh, the Atlanta the prosecutor's attorney is thinking about res- uh, resuming James Brown's body because of the funny story and the way he died. Right. Long story short, James went to the hospital for some problems, but everybody had a feeling he was going to be out. He was doing better. Uh, one night, one of the, his friends that was watching his body went to go get some water, make a phone call. He came back. 
Uh, James Brown said, my chest is burning, my uh, lungs are on fire. Uh, they got me. Mm. Uh, later on, when they was doing the autopsy, it got real strange. People didn't want to get a vial of blood from them. Uh, they was trying to take it to the prosecutor's office. They was like, if I take this to you, I'm going to die. Mm. So it's just, it's it's got a real deep, it's a three-page story. I'm not even going to read all of this, but basically it don't look right. Uh, Brown's attorney said, if y'all, if the DA wants to resume the, body, resume the body, go for it. I have no problems with it either way. Yeah. So it's a real fishy story. Don't sound quite right. Uh, I hope they do the do they do diligence and investigate this. Uh, it's just the story just does not add up, y'all. And it took forever to to bury him. And then half of them don't even know where the body is. Allegedly, the body's supposed to be in front of his daughter's house in the tomb. Yeah. In uh, South Carolina, but it's uh, it's reports that it's not even there. It's been moved, and no one knows where he's at. Damn, Hoffa. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It gets crazy and crazy. Why would a legend like James Brown, Aretha wouldn't put up with this shit. Right. Why would a legend like James Brown have to go through all this shit? At all. And his body can't be found. It, it just don't make sense. Even the nurse reported it looked like some residue was in his IV tube. Uh, so, uh, so it just don't add up. Damn. It don't add up. And this fighting word said they got me. Damn it. It really don't add up. Damn, I wonder who got him. Wonder who got him and why? That is the real question. I hope you know some investigation happens. We can find some answers. Yeah. So yeah. And that is my last one. Right on. All right. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. Shot. Econo Auto Detail. It's a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or RG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find on Facebook or IG, Addicted Craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Stout. One of the best in the business. You can find them at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. Act two. Yeah. Hey, hey, we back, baby. Movies, TV, music. Fix my life. 
All that shit. All that good shit. Mm-hmm. And we back. Well, time for new TV shows. New movies. Uh, first, since I went to the movies, shout out Biz. Uh, gonna get my review for My Hero Academia 2. Sec- it's that second movie. Shit was fucking awesome. Okay. If you're into it, go watch the shit. He was like a kid again. It went down. Mm. It was a lot of knocking in that motherfucker. It went hard. <laughs> I appreciate it. And they gave sub characters shine. You know how hard it is for a sub character to get shine? Mm. Boy, they gave that little gravity bitch all the shine. She showed the fuck out, too. So, mm. salute. My Hero Academia movie, too. That shit went hard. I do not, it does not feel like any money was wasted. Salute. Do they have commercials for that shit? No. Are you talking about advertisement leading up to it? They had a few, yeah. They had a few. Okay. You know, it's probably not going to be on the platforms you would normally, none anime viewers would watch. So that's probably why you didn't really see none. Okay. You know, use this only on like the nerd pages and the underground, the underground, you know, the dark web. I want to give a shout out to Netflix. They have this new uh, TV series. It's called Queen Sona. It's about a black woman that's a spy in uh, in Africa. I want I want to get the country wrong. I'm about to get it. Begin with a Z. Okay. I can't remember now. I had my notes written, but it's gone. Zimbabwe? There we go. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be there, but it, you know what? For today's purposes, yeah. it was in Zimbabwe. Because yeah, <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, I watched the first episode. I'm here for it. It's a sister kicking ass. And she rocking the afro. Hey, I'm here for all of this shit. Uh... And she cold with She be beating these motherfuckers ass. So, hey, I'm here for it. The budget, it could be better. Yeah. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. Who, and they took a chance on a black woman being a James Bond agent in Zimbabwe. Okay. So, come on. You got to give them something, man. Yeah. <laughs> they using our people, our tongue, our dialect. A lot of black actors are getting hired. So, salute. Netflix. Queen mm-hmm. Sonya. Check it out. It just dropped uh, February 28th. So check it out. Okay. I have to fuck with that. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And it's like a whole season. And they dropped the whole season already. So dopeness. Also, Netflix is dropping May, March 5th. It's Castlevania Season 3. Now, people, if you ain't watched Castlevania yet, watch it. Even if you're not into anime and shit like that, I promise you, watch it. You will like it. I had I'm something else watching. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> he got into it. And he don't watch that shit. Right. <laughs> I make him, but he don't watch it. Yeah. But he actually got into it. So it's for all people because it got enough gore, enough real story, and just to keep you interested. So check out Castlevania, man. It's a good little watch. For real, for real. Uh, you remember when we was in uh, Phoenix yeah. and that thing came out season three? Like, what are y'all out here watching? It was me. Shout out. Uh, the preacher. Kino. 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 Yeah. I forgot his name that quick. I know. <laughs> and shorty when he had time. Yeah. But me and Kino was on that bitch. We watched the whole season out there. By the pool. Just <laughs> watching motherfucking Castlevania. And I was high as shit. It was good time. Who brought the fire stick? Uh, it was already attached to the TV. Oh, okay. I remember we was in. Uh, I brought the fire stick. I did bring a fire stick too, though. I remember it was in San Diego. And. Uh, 
Keno was was uh, at this mall, outlet mall, outdoor mall, and they he saw an Amazon store, mm-hmm. and you know I don't shop Amazon back then. I I still don't, but you know Amazon a big thing. He said he never seen a a, a building for Amazon. Right. He went that motherfucker like it was Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's no cash, just all just old cars. That motherfucker went that motherfucker. He bought a fire stick and we watched. Uh, uh, the black superhero on Netflix. Uh, uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. There we go. Like Luke Cage and that motherfucker. Why the motherfuckers went to uh, Tijuana? We was like, nope, we're not going. We're not going. And we we said, got a lot of episodes to watch here. We're <laughs> yeah, good. So yeah, so shout out to Kino, bro. Shout out Kino, man. For real. Shout out Shorty. Uh, One time for Shorty. Heck yeah. What else? Uh, yeah, we need to have them back on the show again. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, what else was I watching? I got off track. Um, shit. Oh, Black Lightning. We're getting ready for the season finale, people. It's going down. Come to find out, Gravedigger is actually his uncle. Ain't that some shit? Always making a black man fight against his own people. Mm. <laughs> mm. And Jennifer hard-headed as fuck. Oh, my God. Jennifer, you black, baby. You can't be doing this white girl shit. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. You you really disrespected the culture being hard-headed. Because the shit you'd have done by now, you should have been at your ass whooped. Now, I get you got a lot of powers. But you still need your ass whooped. Who gonna check her? Oh, she did. Get grave digger. <laughs> she went and tried to pick a fight with him. Like, I'll take him out before any of my family members get hurt. Man, grave digger. Two pieces, bitch. And tossed her ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, damn, bitch. I told you not to go start that fight. He's too much for you. He's too much. So, uh, next week is going to be the season finale. It's going to be all out fighting. So, check it out. Black Lightning going hard. Okay. For real, for real. Trying to think, what else did I watch? Uh, One Piece, my One Piece friends, uh, the website said it's going to be two weeks before we get a new uh, One Piece. So have fun with that bullshit. Uh, It's going to be a long-ass wait for us. What is we going to do in in the meantime? Man, shit, find some new anime to watch. (laughs) (laughs) You got Castlevania about to drop. I suggest you binge watch and find you a, a few new ones. Yeah, I started Fake Grand Zero. Uh, Fake Grand Zero is one of them anime. It doesn't have a, a real place to begin. You just watch it and just figure it out. I mean, they do it on purpose. Even the great Google detective Busy could not find where Fake Zero start or ends. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. So you just pick up on episode one of whatever series it, they offer and just watch. Yeah, you know where you where you, you at know. right now. You don't know. They give you a backstory, just you know, figure it out. It's gonna be some great action scenes, though. You know, check that shit out. <laughs> check that shit out. It's gonna go hard. Okay. And uh, be on the lookout for the new spring shows that's dropping. Uh, they'll probably come in April. Okay, everybody about to wrap up with their season finales in March. So it's gonna be some good action on TV for the month of March because everybody's trying to go out with a bang and get renewed for next season. So uh, enjoy your TV shows while you can. Because it's about to be in a real dead point where you ain't going to have nothing to watch. It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) And I think that's all my TV shows. I want to start off the music segment, though, 
by giving a huge shout out to my boy Blaze, aka Theme Music, aka Marcus. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your project that you can try get dropping very soon. It's titled Self-Titled Marcus. Yo, it's a dope project. I got to listen to it. I feel privileged. Uh, a few of y'all uh, was around too, weren't you? Weren't you here? No, I wasn't, I wasn't here. I heard about it, but I wasn't here. Oh, yeah. Mm, sorry. Mm. But it was hard. Yeah, <laughs> that album go hard, man. That yeah. album go hard. Theme music put out some great ass music, man. He does, he really man. Does. He's very consistent with the good music, too. Yeah. So as uh, one of the very few artists that you actually have on your album, I heard there's only a few of us. So thank you for allowing me to do my shit. And uh, man, I had a great time. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. Fam. I can't wait to hear it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, it's dope. So I got three parts on there. I was very excited about it. You know, just me being goofy, being me, man. <laughs> That's dope. Like, I even use one of your jokes. You'll know which one it is, too. Hey. <laughs> so shout out Alf something else because I did steal one of his jokes. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel privileged, bro. Hey, real talk. Hey, you're a genius it. over there, bro. Don't doubt yourself. I appreciate that. Hey, Black King, stand up. <laughs> rumble, young man, rumble. And with that, that's all my music news. I turn it over to have something else. All right. So... I haven't been watching much. Uh, I pa- took a pause in my Archer binge uh, session because it got in this whole fantasy world, dream world shit, and I wasn't really here for it. So I might just <laughs> skip that season <laughs> or skip to the part where you come out the coma. But So I haven't been watching Archer lately. Um, I have been uh, catching up on uh, Joe Budden has this uh, show called Pull Up. Where he sits sits down and talk to different artists, and uh, you know, kind of get deeper outside of the music, uh, what they do, and it's it's kind of on the 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 James Lipton type of feel. Okay, uh, he really just you know asks uh, in depth questions and you know how you feel and things like that. So it's kind of uh, interesting. What uh, I watched the one with. Uh, Little baby, which was pretty dope. It changed my perspective. Little baby, he, he he's he's a young cat, but he you know he got a a, a head on his shoulders, and it, you know it kind of puts you in a different mind frame of how people uh, appear to be, and how they actually are. So it was it was dope dope ass uh, episode. I yeah. like that they're changing the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just about, oh, or oh, were you dissing someone new? No, empower these people with some background knowledge. What this person doing? What they going through? What projects they really got going besides just music? At the same time, Joe Budden being a veteran in the game and being through a lot of the bullshit, because Joe Budden had a rough rap career, uh, so he knows the the, the dark, the ugly side of of, of the industry. He kind of uh, sprinkled game in there. He kind of provokes uh, thought on how you approach certain things in the industry. So he's helping them in the same time and, and you know, trying to invoke different uh, ways of doing things. Um, he had the one with Wale. I watched it. It was You know, Wale is one of my favorite rappers. Uh, he's dope as fuck. Uh, the show he had in Memphis was amazing. Uh, but Wale is not a very uh, social person. Side note. Yeah. That... The uh, concert you went to? Yeah. I saw video footage of you, sir. Of oh, me? Yeah, in the crowd. Okay. Uh, 
you look like you kicked it. Yeah. I was so jealous. I was like, look at this nigga over here having the time of his life. Yeah. You look like you let your soul glow. I was out there. He was out there kicking it, bro. I, I saw it. I was like, my dog out here shining on these hoes. I was out there. Nobody knew me. Man. I was dolo. You look yeah. like your soul was at peace and you just vibing out to Wale, bro. It right. looked like the dopest feeling yeah. at the moment. If it could be captured in yeah. a photo or video, that there was it, bro. I was like, Far up, bro, kicked it, kicked it. I had a good time. It was Man, a that's what's up. Yeah, so, yeah. They won't yeah. let me get the video, though, or the bitch. I was like, I want to make a picture of this. <laughs> this, is like, <laughs> this is like a black movement. You understand? This motherfucker does not smile unless you force him to. <laughs> I mean, this motherfucker just let his soul glow publicly. Yeah. You, you understand? I walk with him. He's usually sick of my shit by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> He's usually watching or babysitting my retarded ass. <laughs> this motherfucker is free. Yeah. I said, I'm going to need that. If nothing else, just screenshot me. That one image, I was like, that's going to be a birthday present. I'm telling you now. Yeah, you get a picture of that. If you got that, just delete it. It never happened. Yeah. Don't let it talk. It was dope. Put that on your wall. It was a good time, though. <laughs> like, this is my soul. It'll be like uh, back when we met, when you had that picture that you drew of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be one of them images. <laughs> <laughs> Heck, yeah. Uh, but, you know, Wale is not a very personal person. He's not, uh, he's an introvert. Right. Uh, most, so his his interview is mostly Joe Budden trying to dig into his psyche and shit. And he, you know, it was like a, 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 a battle. Right. You know? So he's, it wasn't a very uh, entertaining interview, but it was very interesting. So right. if Wale ain't ready to talk about it, he ain't gonna talk about it. Like sometimes the Breakfast Club catch him, either be, he be just getting off of work or just woke up. Yeah, it's gonna be one of the two. He gonna give you a lot, or he gonna give you just enough. Yeah. So um, one time for Wale, but I, that's what I've been trying to catch up on. He got a dope little thing going on. That's nice. uh, besides um, playing Madden, man, you know the the, uh, the playoffs started. Uh, me and my my brothers, my cousins, uh, about to battle it out for the championship. Oh, it's so going down. Be, it's gonna be interesting. Um, what do you win? Uh, just bragging rights, bro. We ain't we ain't playing for no money. Oh, okay. So, uh, after this season, you know, we start the next season. So we're gonna do like a franchise and keep going. You know, keep building your team up, trading and shit. So it's it's interesting. We talking shit in the group chat. You know, my uh. My cousin put 50 on my other cousin, <clears throat> put 50 on his back. Right. So we've been talking shit about that for like the last 48 hours. So I'm just not trying to get beat by 50. That's right. all I'm trying no to do. No one wants that in life. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I don't think, I don't think about that time. When, uh, I'll play Little League. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think about the time I told Spoon in the group chat, I'm going to put 50. I had a dream. I'm going to put 50 on his ass. Yeah. And he did. And I went to a crib and I put 50 on his ass. And <laughs> <laughs> that was probably one of the best feelings in life. Y'all understand gaming, man. You 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 blow a motherfucker out, man. That's just some interesting shit. That's bragging rights for life. That's bragging rights for life. I was thinking about that time I, that you and uh, Jay was uh, coaching the basketball team. Yeah. They the coach, other coach, was going to take break the clock. I'm taking y'all out for pizza. Oh <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't coaching then. Jay was coaching by himself. Oh, even worse. That was that was busting his ass. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, uh, 
the coach told the team, man, y'all bust the clock, but y'all break a hundred or take you out for pizza. I'm like, damn, he talking shit. Damn, he talking shit. These kids, these so after, babies. So after the game, Jay was like, man, hey, can you help me out, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started coaching him for a couple of games, man, because his, his team did not have any fundamentals, any. bro. Like you got TC's kids his age, man. It's sad about right. I don't know why the hell he was coaching basketball anyway. <laughs> Kobe <laughs> fan, right. that's all it was. Dog, you ain't got no fundamentals, <laughs> yourself, man. And never play organized ball trying to coach some kids. <laughs> I did try, right? I'm trying to teach the kids to run a uh, motherfucking two three zone. They like what? What? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh man, shout out Jay, man. Holler at me, Jay. bro. Nigga had a kid out there. He was like 6'2. No, they didn't even check that birth certificate. He don't know how to do a drop step. I was like, dog, you ain't teaching these kids shit. <laughs> You're too big not to be in this motherfucking paint. This kid is not going to make it. <laughs> Your program. <laughs> One time for Jay, though. One time for Jay, man. <laughs> uh, but they do, have a, um, they do have a fight coming up. UFC fight this Saturday. Dude, I'm gonna fuck with. Uh, what's that young nigga? He play, he fighting uh, Romero, uh, uh, Adesanya. Oh, uh, the the little black phenom that be right. knocking motherfuckers out that fall innocent silver and shit. Right. He fighting Romero. Uh, that's gonna be a real good fight. I can't wait to crash your career. Right. <laughs> I ain't and they got two chicks. Either. They got two chicks fights. So it'll be a real good one. This little Chinese sensation. She the first uh, Asian descent. Who win a UFC title, and she's beating motherfucker out, up. Like I think they uh they built her in the in the laboratory or something because she's she's uh doing some work in the goddamn UFC. So uh, it should be a good fight, a good a good car. I'm gonna have to check that motherfucker out. I'm here for it. I have, um, I have something to do Saturday now that's not gonna be expensive. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me what I'm doing Saturday. If y'all listen to Power Lunch Hour, I'm just saying I said on the Power Lunch Hour. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. You gotta go listen. It's in Act Two. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be at I have something that's crazy eating cheese dip. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's all I got for you. And, some sandwiches. Uh, so the the story about uh, Public Enemy uh, mm. that they uh, they fired uh, Flavor Flav from Public Enemy, and it was messed up to me that they fired Flavor Flav because. Um, uh, Public Enemy, uh, 911's a joke is one of the first songs I ever listened to that was hip hop. Okay. Like my brother growing up was listening to R and B and shit, and you know hip hop was relatively new. It wasn't new new, but it was really getting mainstream. So uh, I got came across that Public Enemy cassette, and I like this shit hard. And then you know Cool Mo D and shit. You know, I'm telling my age and shit, but at the same time, <laughs> it was like that was my record. 911 is a joke about record. And so Public Enemy introduced the love of hip hop to me. But the fact that they fire in Flavor Flav is like, damn, I hate that y'all had to break up in the manner y'all did, especially right. in the public eye. Because uh, Chuck D and Public Enemy supposed to perform for uh, Bernie Sanders. And uh, Flavor Flav posted, uh, I did not agree to this. You need to cease and desist. You know, we'll, we'll sue you for. Uh, using our, our likeness and shit like that. So Chuck D was like, yo, um, this is the last straw, man. Uh, Flavor Flavor's fired from Public Enemy. And the fact that 
Chuck D has sole rights to Public Enemy. He uh, created the logo. He uh, wrote all the material for Flavor Flav and shit like that. So he has the he owns Public Enemy. Right. And uh, I understand that. And they said, you know, Flavor's been on uh, probation for previous uh, comments he made as far as politics. You know, Public Enemy is all about, you know, um, tearing down the system and uh, building up the black community and shit like that. So politics is part of Public Enemy's image for the fact that uh, they got a dispute over politics was the basis of their group is kind of fucked up. Right. But, yeah, look into that, man. Flavor Flav is out of Public Enemy and, so you know. I'm looking up the story and I want to say this is not Public Enemy's first time having a dispute with a group member. Oh, really? Uh, I, I want to. I can't. I can't get it confirmed because I just got through watching this documentary, where uh, at the time when Public Enemy was going, they was uh, trying to get a new record deal, and one of the members he was on his shit of, I feel this way. I don't want to sell out to the man, not say this, not say this over this, and they were saying Chuck D sold out, mm. and that's why he ended up getting put out the group. Yeah, and this and it was it was a, it was all about um, Leor. The document is about Leo and how he corrupts groups and shit like that. Okay. And they got to talking about public enemy and all the uh, the controversy with the Def Jam and stuff like that. Yeah. So this is not their first time having problems within the group and getting rid of members. I mean, but who bigger than Chuck D and Flavor Flav in, in public enemy? Right. You well, know, you get rid of Flavor, it's like. Fired. You, know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but yeah, you can't get rid of Flavor Flav. I, I, this, is my, this is my thought on it. Um, for Chuck D to endorse a presidential candidate is him saying, I, this is the person I'm backing. I need to get all my people to uh, unite to one candidate. Mm -hmm. For somebody in the group to uh, go against that grain is kind of like clouding up the message. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Chuck D says it's not the first time Flavor's done that over politics. So if they got different political views and Chuck D is the sole owner of Public Enemy, look, you fucking up my met, my mission. Right. So uh, Either get on program or don't. Either get down, lay down. But uh, over social media, is, is, I guess everything's on social media right now. Yeah, it's still fucked up, though, man. Yeah. That's the point of it. That's just fucked up because you can't have a one-on-one face-to-face. Well, he said it's not the first time he told Flavor, you know, to get down, lay down. Yeah. And, and Flavor's not... It's not getting down at all. Uh, <laughs> shit, it's the reason why you're a member of Public Enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'll do this shit by myself. By my goddamn self. I mean, hey, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Uh, that's fucked up though, because in this free world, even you know, I know it sounds crazy. You still have the right. I know you got your company and what your company is behind. But in your personal time and space, you still should have the right of not wanting, you know, of the of the opinion, your choice. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, that's his job. Yeah. That's Flay Flay's job. Now, I'm going to go and show up at work. Whatever y'all want to do at work, cool. But my personal opinion is, I think that's, I mean, you can't even toe the line there. It's a very gray area to toe that line. Well, you can't say you on on one side. <clears throat> for example, you on for gun control, mm -hmm. and then on your own personal social media, you're saying, uh, "Now nah, I need all the weapons." Right. So right. you kind of you kind of um, like blurring up the message. Right. Like this is what we're doing over here. 
I need you to be all in or all out. All out. You got to make a decision. But yeah, I, I was a first fan of Public Enemy, so I just hate to have to happen like that. Never the biggest Flavor Flav fan. No, he ain't was, never dropped one verse that I said, oh shit, Flavor spitting. I mean, but Chuck D wrote his rhymes. Right. So, I mean, it was, Flavor Flav had his moments, but it wasn't like he was just like, ah, shit, you know, so. Yeah. Can't name one. It's part of, it's, it's part of the group, man. It's, right. It's, He's a he's a, a a component of a public enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Drake had two uh, songs leaked, quote unquote leaked, oh. um, and called uh, "When to Say When" and "Chicago Freestyle." Both songs were kind of paying homage to Jay Z and Eminem. Uh, first song he rapped over the uh, like a rendition of uh, "Love Song." And then other one, he was rapping in cadence like Eminem. So he was paying homage to both of them. MCs was pretty dope. Uh, you know, I'm a Drake fan, so Drake was in his bag. He's actually rapping, so I'm, I'm a fan of rapping Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, he caught a little flack um, from the social media world because he called his baby mama a fluke. That's where that shit came from. Yeah, so he called his baby mama a fluke, uh, but he loved who she is. And I mean, that's just, you know, Drake gonna speak his real. I don't know? think there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, he, everybody know he said he only slept with the girl one time. Right. And she got pregnant. So, technically, you know, that's, that's I, a fluke. I, I, it's a fluke. I didn't think that's gonna happen. I didn't know it was gonna go that way. But we're here now. So, whatever. Yeah. So, they, they think it was disrespectful, but it, it's Drake. It is what it is. I mean, at what point, the whole point of being an artist and, you know, free speech is I'm getting to speak my motherfucking mind. Now, you may not agree with every damn thing I say. Yeah. But this is my shit. But all the shit that he be talk, uh, rapping about, the like other females, he be dropping names and locations and places they worked. Nobody gives a fuck that you be like, oh, he fucked with that bitch from Hooters. Right. <laughs> but I guess since you, you know who she's she is and that's his baby mother, y'all feel some type of way. But hey, stop pushing your personal issues on that man. It's not the first time Drake has spoke on a chick that he dealt with. Right. Um, okay, so I listened to uh, Lil Baby got a project out. All right. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I did. I, I like Lil Baby. Um, some things get a little too rappy singy, uh, but the most part, uh, the project was solid. I heard him on that remix. It was Lil Baby and Dub Baby and Drake and, and Future. Future. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was straight. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I'm waiting for that Drake and Future project to drop. That's going to be hard. Oh, it's going to be hard. You see the video? Yeah, I did. That shit funny to me. I did. People already the meme the fuck out of that video. <laughs> yeah, Drake got a project coming out, man. I'm I'm waiting for it. It's coming. So, uh, yeah, Aubrey gonna drop some shit. A uh, little baby project called My Turn. So it was it was pretty cool. Uh, everybody was posting about a guy called Bad Baby, Bad Bunny, mm. and uh, I don't. His album is called, it's a bunch of different letters. I don't know what the fuck it stands for. But he don't speak English, so I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's, it, 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 it was knocking. I, I couldn't, I don't know the words, so I stopped listening I to it. I don't it. know what it is. Uh, YFN Lucci dropped the project, and I never listened to anything he dropped. 
but this motherfucker was spitting. Okay. I give him uh, props for this project. His story, Lost Pages, this motherfucker was getting down. Uh, he did kind of trail off for myself later on in the album because mm-hmm. he started getting the new nigga shit because you got to get the young folks what they like. You got to give them that shit. You got to give them the shit that they like. And But he he not corny or mumbling with it. It's just, you know, he kind of give it more than I appreciate. But the first four or five songs, motherfucker is, is, is giving bars out there. So, uh, ultimate fan about that. And my throwback album is Styles P, A Gangsta and a Gentleman. Mm. Classic album. Nice. Classic album. I mean, it, it stands the, the test of times. It does. Yeah, Styles P is a, uh, is a, is, is a dope lyricist. I finally got to check out some of that Jay Stone album. Who? Uh, Jay Stone. Uh, he used to be with the uh, Nissy Hustle Camp. Okay. Uh, the name of the album is Definition of Loyalty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, dealing with the younger frat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They mm. want to want to listen. You got to listen to their music too. And okay. I was like, oh, okay. He got a few bars on here. He got a few tracks. So I was impressed. Oh. I was straight. And uh, what do you think about this whole Megan Thee Stallion deal? I really have listened. I mean, I haven't gotten to it. I don't even know the whole concept of it. I just know she, I heard she signed to two independents and then now they fucking her over and she ain't making no money or some shit. She's right. To, well, originally, allegedly now, she was signed with like 1501, the name of the record label, or 1507, something like that. And uh, she said she signed a contract when she was 20 years old. So she didn't know, she didn't read it in detail enough like she should have. Well, recently she signed to uh, Rock, Rock Nation. Rock, Man- Rock Nation Management. And they got Lori Isner looking over her country. I'm like, girl, uh, <laughs> uh, this company gets 60% of your shit. You get 40. You're going to have to renegotiate. She allegedly said, I didn't set out to, uh, to leave the label or get kicked out for the label. I just wanted to go back over and re- uh, redo some uh, contract work. Yeah. Make it a little more even and fair. And the uh, apparently the record company was like, fuck that. <laughs> uh, you signed this shit, you in for this shit. So she had left, and now she's suing the record label. For uh, proper damages and, you know, to make the record country, to get out of the contract, to make it even, fair. So, bless yeah. what's going on. Good luck with that. Always watch what you sign to people. I don't care what age you're at. You know, hey, when you see them sign your name away and it's going to get into that money, that shit you've been dreaming and wanting for, ain't nothing wrong with having a couple of extra eyes put on it. <laughs> you know, spend that money. You're going to need it anyway. It's going to save you money in the long term. I know she was saying, I saw on Twitter, she was saying uh, when she signed, she you know, thought everybody was cool, you know, everybody was making money, and, you know, uh, she imagined getting this big, but and just because motherfuckers cool with that money getting involved, you need to keep all your ducks in a row. Facts. Because, you know, money changed things. Money changed things, people, and places. <laughs> on your ass. I mean, pay attention. When that money in there, whoo, it's something to pay attention to. People yeah. to change on you. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's all I got, bro. That's what's up. All right. Oh, my throwback was uh, Nipsey Hustle Slauson Boys, too. Okay. Yeah. It's a nice uh, project. Yeah, that Ocean View is just popping off so right. And then the whole album just flows. Mm-hmm. You just be like, ah, 
Ah, okay. I see what you did there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, all right. I guess it's time for Fix My Life. Dun, dun, dun. Dear Power Lunch Hour. Hey. I dated a guy for 10 months. We constantly fought because of his lack of trust. He had been burned in previous relationships. He said, trust is earned, not given, which isn't my philosophy. After the recent argument about lack of trust, I told him this attitude is a deal breaker and he needed time to reflect on his issues. I talked to him several days a week during the process and we weren't intimate during that time. I decided to have dinner with him at his apartment last night to further discuss the situation, only to have an old girlfriend ring his doorbell, upset. It seems that during the last five weeks, he has started seeing her again and slept with her while attempting to make amends with me. When I asked her about when I asked about her, he told me he thought we were done and he was trying to put a band-aid on his pain. What to do? He has great qualities but is so jealous and suspicious. Will he ever improve or will I always be trying to improve myself? I believe he cares for me, but his actions with the old girlfriend negate this. I cannot even begin to rationalize his thought process. Getting tired of it. Sign getting tired of it. Man, I'm tired of it. I know, right? Like, I'll be on the internet a lot. Social media is just like my safe haven. But it's things that happen that you just got to know what's the deal. What the deal is. If he has trust issues and he already, already seeing somebody else, he's just not over his trust issues. Right. Like, so that's just a tall tale sign. So you need to just fall back. Follow the fuck back. Follow the fuck back. He don't man. trust because he's sneaky as shit. Yeah, he don't. He don't trust. <laughs> he don't trust himself. Yeah, like he just nah. figure everybody move the same way he does. Right. Other people's baggage is not your problem. Facts. If y'all been dating so long and he can't get over the fact that uh, he still have trust issues with previous relationships, bro, that's not your. That's not your task. That's not your task. All like. Yeah, you gotta find somebody who's uh, confident enough in themselves to, you know, do what you want on one. But right. Plus, you already went through a drama already trying to get back with him. Nah, nah. I mean, great qualities is, well, okay, cool. Uh, he's cool. a good person. He right. should be. But shit. <laughs> shit. It's not rocket science here, people. It's not, man. It is not. Uh, BA posted some shit the other day that I reposted that got me in some heat. But mm. it was basically saying that uh, he, he said women make terrible uh, decisions. All the time. And, and uh in a nutshell, y'all make terrible decisions, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Like the things y'all do, like motherfucker, like guys know how guys roll, right? And when they see the things that you know, uh, that the choices females make, they'd be like, "Bro, you got to see this shit coming." But they act like they don't see none of this shit. <laughs> Blind to the shit. Blind to the shit. Like, dog, that's <laughs> that's nigga one on one. You learned this base at training camp. Yeah, it's not the first time you have seen this move. You still going for the pump fake? You still? You still, still going for the pump fake? Still. You don't? You don't? You don't see All that? Right. Yeah, you ain't right. tired of paying for these free meals? You still jumping up for the pump fake, dog? Oh boy. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the red flag, man. Just just take it as a sign. Move right. on. Move on. Move on. It'll be somebody else. I promise you it will be. Definitely. Heck yeah. And that's my only letter for today. What you think she should do? Move the fuck on. Okay. Shit. You better find you some new dick. Get you a <laughs> Tinder app. Shit. Instagram. Figure it out, man. That motherfucker ain't worth your time. 
Uh, what's what's my uh favorite podcast to read? Girl, break up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Reed, man. Yeah. Uh, yo, they doing big things. They got a vlog now and video. So, so I haven't seen the. I ain't listened to Reed in a long time. I know, right? It's been a long time. I miss him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, girl, break up with him. Shit, this is a waste of your motherfucking time. <laughs> Who wants to stress that energy? Definitely. I mean, that's already you already in a long three page letter to us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pretty what much it is. you should already be done out the door. If you have the right to us about fixing this, it's over. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, shit. This motherfucker proved that he don't give a fuck. Yeah. So motherfucker, he's not there yet. He's not there. I mean, he's not. Shit, at all. Anyway, let's take a commercial break. Right. Shot tip your bartender. We'll be right back. Econo Auto Detail. It's a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501 612 3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Detail. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find on Facebook or IG. Addicted craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Style. One of the best in the business. You can find them at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holla at Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. Act three. Yep. It's time to air that shit out. Yes, sir. It's time to get it off your chest. Let that shit go. Let it go, man. Yeah. Just let it go. You don't have to hold on to it. It make you feel better. Make you feel better. Yeah. If ever in doubt, cuss that motherfucker out today, because tomorrow not promise. Fact. Let it go. Get that shit off your chest. Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. And my time today goes to uh, all you damn uh, car insurance motherfuckers. Home insurance, motherfuckers. Speak on it. I was on my vacation trying to uh, price quote some different auto insurances because they busting my head currently. Facts. And, you know, I'm trying to save every little dollar I can. So I'm online 
put in my information. Just getting quotes, see what the price is looking like for a nigga like me. All the uh, turmoil I've been through, I'm trying to see what the dollar amount going to be. So after all this damn inquiry about, you know, quotes and shit, for the last three, four days, you motherfuckers been calling and calling my fucking phone <laughs> like I owe you money already. Very fast. I don't even have you uh, listed as my insurer. And you calling me like I owe you money. Like, I'm just trying to get a quote. Stop That's calling a, me. It's probably a free quote. Nobody asked you to call my phone. This bitch told me to call her back ASAP. Who the fuck is you <laughs> to tell me to call you back ASAP? Like, you don't owe me. I, I don't owe you shit. I don't owe you country niggas nothing like Dollar Bill said. That's not a damn thing. So, I don't, I don't appreciate that shit. If I'm trying to get a quote, let that be. If right. I want to fuck with you, I'll fuck with you. Stop calling my fucking phone. Stop harassing me. You like Bloomberg. Bloomberg every fucking way. Every fucking Bloomberg way. Bloomberg text you. He'll he'll put uh he pamphlets, your mailbox. pamphlets in your mailbox. He be motherfucker, I was watching rap battles on YouTube. He got uh commercials on that motherfucker. He got commercials everywhere on YouTube. Pandora. Pandora. <laughs> Shit. God damn. I'm watching porn. He got a he commercial got, on hey, that. Hey, if you want to check out comfortably. Here come Bloomberg with his his petty ass. <laughs> I gotta start all over again. Damn it, man. He fucked it up. So yeah, I don't need Geico calling my ass about call you back ASAP. I don't need all you other motherfuckers trying to see if I'm going to fuck with you. If I'm going to fuck with you, I'm going to fuck with you. I'm going to fuck with you. Shit. I don't what. need it. I don't need it. I'll stay where I'm at to deal with this shit. They don't <laughs> fuck with me. Let's take my money. You on my goddamn nerves. Shit. What's your petty ass? That's my time today, bro. I feel you, man. Oh, my God. I signed up for those squares uh, for the Super Bowl uh, under... Um, who is Rocket Mortgage? When I tell you these motherfuckers call me consistently, yeah, and I was twice a day. I was like, "Bro, chill the fuck out. Yeah, yeah I ain't gonna get approved. I know. Chill out. <laughs> Leave me alone. Shit, I just want to get some free squares. Damn. Leave me the fuck alone. They will harass the fuck out of you. Go away. Right now, it's a warranty person and a credit card person that keep calling me like I owe them money. I'm like, bro, I don't even have a credit card with y'all. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. Please. Shit. At least wait till I owe you some money so I can ignore you. Right. I ignore you properly then. Yeah, and I barely pay you just the minimum to leave me the fuck alone. It's married. I ignore you. Now you I, you just annoy me. You just annoy me for no reason. No reason. For free. Yeah. Who does that? Leave people the fuck alone. For real. For real, for real. That's what's up. I feel you 100%. Well, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? I'm back on my stay in your lane shit. Okay. My uh, road rage type shit. You know, I'm on it. So, I'm going to lunch. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to go vote. Okay. So, you know, time is very limited on your lunch break. You got to get in, get out, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So, I'm beelining to the uh, poll site. I catch that third lane. And uh, when I get closer to my fair park exit, it's time like an airplane. It's time to descend. Facts. So I slowly make my way from the middle lane to the slow lane. And I get it. It's a slow lane. But, you know, I'm almost at my exit. You know, I'm a mile, I'm half a mile out. That's a descend like a motherfucker. I always get down. Yeah. So I get to the third lane. I'm in descend mode. I'm just doing 60 at this point by the time I get to the, uh, to the, to the far right lane. This little beat up beige ass Plymouth, whatever the fuck, 
extra hunchback shit that is looking like a white woman ass on the beach. It was extra flat. God damn. I'm talking about the 70s white women, not this new age shit. Not right. this Tyson chicken white bitches. I'm talking about these old white bitches. Vintage white bitches. Vintage white bitches. Yeah. You know, this motherfucker's aside that he's going to prove a point and be a state trooper and slow down and point in his mirror like, you're not going to ride me. You're, I'm like, bruh, you're doing 50 miles an hour on the fucking freeway at lunchtime. Yeah. Move the fuck on. This motherfucker decides to hit on his brakes and drop down to 30. Mm. Petty level. Petty level. Now, everybody at this point behind me is already moving around like, this motherfucker tripping. Yeah. And uh, I can't get over because these motherfuckers passing. Yeah. So I'm like, this dude standing in the mirror. When I tell you, I'll never do this. But this time I had time today, cuz. Yeah. I pulled up to that right from that shoulder to right to the exit. Mm-hmm. And I told her I blow my horn cussing this motherfucker out and flipping him off. Oh, it felt so good. It felt so motherfucking good. Yeah. This white boy looked over at me scared as shit. Like, <gasps> I picked the wrong one. Cause at this point I'm it's you know still chilly. So I got the hoodie and the hat on. Yeah. So and shades. So yeah. I look like a thug. Yeah. I pull up on that motherfucker. I look up dead in this motherfucking eye. I tell this motherfucker shit bricks and hit all the gas. That little Plymouth are putting out all the pollution to get, get the, the fuck out of there. Get the fuck on. Get the fuck on. I was like, this time I had time today, cuz. Yeah. I pulled up. <laughs> God damn it. Literally. Literally pulled up on your motherfucking ass. I was like, man, you know what? I might have to drop this 200 for these new tires because I don't know what's on this shoulder. But who finna get pulled up on is this motherfucker right here. <laughs> I had motherfucking time today. Quit yeah. playing with me on this motherfucking freeway. One of them motherfucking big trucks couldn't slam on his brakes in time because you trying to be fucking petty. Just do the speed limit. It won't even be a problem. Speed yeah. limit 60. Yeah. You up here trying to prove a point doing 40. On 630, right why? before construction hit. Man. Man, I swear if it was accident, I wouldn't even give a fuck. I'm getting out on site. I'm pistol whooping this motherfucker. <laughs> then beating his ass. <laughs> I ain't lying to you. I had time today because I was like, if it's a wreck, I already know. Yeah. I'm whooping your ass first. Yeah. I don't give a fuck they hit me. I'm going to keep going till I run your ass off the road. <laughs> I swear, we all getting tickets in this bitch today. We all in. I might even go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a fuck. I, I literally lost it. It was pure rage. Yeah. Because one, he was white. Yeah. Two, he trying to be state trooper and monitor everybody's speed limits. And he ain't even job. doing the goddamn speed limit. You in the wrong. You in the wrong. You holding up traffic, fam. Yeah. You putting everybody's life in danger. Everybody. Yeah. And we getting ready to go into construction. So I'm like, bruh, I swear to God, if you don't move your motherfucking ass. And that's why I wait till the last minute on my descents. You know, I wait till I'm at the half half mile mark yeah. before I get into that right line. Like, I can tolerate this. Yeah. Because it'd be some motherfuckers shouldn't be out there. And that car don't quite work, but that's the only way to get to work. I get that completely. Yeah. But at least you're doing what you can. You're doing 55 to 60. Yeah. You can't get on this motherfucking right lane doing 40 on 630 and yeah. then slam on your brakes because you're trying to make a point. Man. Well, I will beat your hippie ass in this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I was ready to beat his motherfucking ass. I swear to God, it was everything. I was like, oh, you got blessed. Yeah, definitely. On this good day, I swear to God, I can't see myself in the paper. <laughs> oh, man, it's me. Former KTV reporter and now state representative 
pistol whooped the fuck out of a white boy at 6 30. Shit. It'd be all fucking bad. Hell yeah. <laughs> all fucking bad. But he bad. deserved it though. He deserved all of that shit. All the police officers were like, well, as I take you to jail, you know you shouldn't use the butt of the gun. I don't give a fuck. He's <laughs> catching his hands. <laughs> did you have to shoot at his kneecaps? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I shot him in the pinky toe. So he'll remember not to use that goddamn break no more. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's my guy time today, cuz. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. He 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 brought it out of me today. Hey, it's rare I pull up. I pulled up. <laughs> I want all the smoke. All that motherfucking smoke, boy. I give a fuck who I can even tell good who was in the car, but I had enough evidence and clues. Mm-hmm. I fight this motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't losing no fight to a nigga in the Plymouth. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope, not gonna do it. You can't live that down. Mm-mm. I'm gonna shoot him in the kneecap first, then yeah. run up on the pistol whip him. Yeah, yeah. We going to jail. We might as well go to jail properly. You wanna go to jail? You wanna go to jail? You go to jail? What? You gonna go to jail? Yeah. I ain't never been. Don't wanna go. But at this moment, that wasn't on my mind. And I got a story to tell when I get in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm dressed for it. You know what I'm saying? My shoelaces already fucked up. You can take these bitches out. Yeah. <laughs> shit. We gonna just gonna be what it is, man. Shit. That's real. Oh, man, he pissed me the fuck off. Anyway, let's talk about it. Hey. All right. So, this new story, uh, it comes from, my, let's talk about it comes from a new story. It's called, uh, China bans Winnie the Pooh, the Winnie the Pooh film after comparisons to President Xi. Uh, <laughs> so after the president Xi came and visited uh, Obama back in 2013, uh, and he was walking with the president, they co- uh, compared the picture to Winnie the Pooh and Tiger, uh, mm-hmm. Tigger. Yeah, and because they, they say him walking next to the president, making it look like Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, the president it was not here for y'all fucking memes. Yeah, at all. So at this point, when the when the pool movie was about to drop, he like, hell no, <laughs> that. whole goddamn movie man. Damn, this nigga banned the whole motherfucking movie from China. Y'all ain't playing that bitch here. What you not gonna do? What you not gonna do? Have you ever been compared to a celebrity or somebody that you did not like, and everybody thought that was you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You've had some good comparisons, though. Yeah, nope. You, you had some good comparisons. Nope. I don't get good comparisons. And I'm starting to wonder if these motherfuckers really my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get all the ugly motherfuckers. I'm like, hold up. Goddamn, I looked in my mirror yesterday. I don't look too bad. I drink my water and mind my business. What you're not going to do is compare me to this motherfucker. And I ain't tell y'all who it is because I don't need the memes. No. <laughs> but who, it's who happening. Is it? hmm? Who is it? The fuck you mean? Who is it? <laughs> Nigga, you tell me. I already said no. So it's okay then. <laughs> Shit. How you gonna ask me? Did I say who? Because I was gonna wonder if you was gonna say who. Oh fuck no. <laughs> no. I don't need none of the smoke. Yeah. So in the comment section uh, this week, uh, name a celebrity <laughs> that you refuse to be that they say you look like. Yeah. No, That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I'm gonna see who, who what names they get. Who they say you look like. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say LL minus the muscles. Let a motherfucker come out and say they look like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flaming. I'm flaming. 
shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. I hate when motherfuckers try to compare. And people do that shit. Uh, I don't know. It's like, it's a slight hint of petty in that bitch. Yeah. When you compare somebody, bitch, where that come from? Yeah. I'm my own motherfucking self. Why, why would you even say that? Also put in the comments who you think Cordo Seki look like. <laughs> that'd be interesting that'd be a dude I have something else too god damn I'm flaming <laughs> I'm flaming anybody who does that <laughs> think these flames don't work my way I'm coming for you yeah yeah but yeah you got let's talk about it I want to talk about a conversation I had the other day and we was, was talking about uh, like where are the crackheads at where are the responsible crackheads? And, you know, where is somebody that can get your yard cut for like $20? Bruh. And back. Bruh. Or change your alternator for like $20 and shit. Like, where are the crackheads at? Where can I, was I asking, get my ties rotated? I was asking, you know, are crackheads still, is crack still a thing? And then I saw Angel posting her uh, her page today about, uh, is crack still a thing? I'm like, I was just talking about that shit. And, uh, what up, these, Angel? These new day, what's up, Angel? These new day uh, addicts are terrible. Terrible. They, they lazy. They lazy as it's fuck. It's the millennials, man. It's just not only they lazy in real life, they lazy on crack. They lazy. They I don't think they on crack no more. They on this. They on that new shit. They on that new shit. The, the perks and the, the, the glue, hair, Tide Pods. The hair on and meth <laughs> 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 and shit. shit. Like you can't get a meth addict to shit but ask for money. Right. Looking like walking zombies. Man. So. Uh, the bitch is still good though. I was. I was. They still. I was told that crack still popping. Great. It, it, ain't, it ain't the main event. Right, you know, so it's still popping. The other other drugs just, just taking over, but these new addicts ain't worth a fucking flip. They don't do shit all. for you. Like back in the day, I know you on crack, but you a pain nigga house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gonna work hard for your drug money. You gonna work hard, and for I it. respect it. It gives you energy. <laughs> right, it keeps the people going. Keeps the people going. It might ruin our community. But at least you get some shit done for you a little price. You get some shit done. Yeah, these new days. And you know how to hide in an abandoned house. Yeah. No, not these new niggas. These new addicts is terrible. Terrible. Man. They ain't worth shit. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. You know what's still popping that I'm shocked about? What's that? Cocaine. I don't know if I'm shocked about that. I, I just thought, you know, after everybody, you know, you see enough rock and roll stories and enough cocaine to fuck you up. Yeah. You think, like, you know what? I might not, I need to leave cocaine alone. But yeah. no. And it's not the people you think. It's the bougie rich motherfuckers. Well, you know, back in the day when cocaine <clears throat> was really popping, it's a, it was a party drug. Right. It was like marijuana. Motherfuckers like, still party. People, people party off of cocaine. It's right. a party drug. I was seriously surprised that the when you go to the little private parties and kickbacks, you'd be like, oh, I'm doing cocaine. Oh, okay. Let's say I kick it. All right. I think, uh, you know, cocaine will fuck you up. You know, I think it got a, a negative connotation because it started the crack era. Right. But when you think about it, those parties back in Miami and they got these the cocaine cowboys and all the celebrities were doing cocaine mm -hmm. freely. It was like a, a statue of like pristine or being mm. a, a d different level of bougie. Remind me of a Pimp C line at UGK when he was talking about uh, the game. Game belongs to me. 
So it's it's people still party off of cocaine. They do. It's these new drugs that you you not uh it's not a party favor. Right. Like you take this shit, the party's over. Like y'all niggas gonna sleep in your in your drink. <laughs> 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 you sipping you sipping perp and you taking perks and you you hitting this motherfucking uh all these uh opiates and shit. You ain't partying. Yeah, you sleeping. You sleeping. These motherfuckers be gone. Yeah, I swear to God, so, they be like, "Car, <laughs> shoot them." So cocaine is kind of still a party drug, but a lot of people that don't speak on it, you know, fuck with they it. They fucks with it. It's yeah. like it's the new taboo. Yeah, we cool now. <laughs> cocaine is like we gonna keep this a secret for a while. Though. I'm still gonna fuck with it, but I'm gonna keep it in the back. I'm gonna keep the, it in the, the back, back door. Yeah, right there with the gay cousin Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got time to explain it. Yeah, none of that shit. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Heck yeah. So crazy. Uh, shout out! Shout out! Shout out! I want to send a shout out to uh, Osiris. One time for Bali. What up, Bali? One time for good, baby. Uh, 607. 607 got some new, uh, he said he back in album mode. I want to give a major salute to you guys for all you've done for the community as far as getting us uh, familiar and aware with the uh, candidates Thanks. in our, uh, our area and just bringing awareness to voting. This year, all the efforts you put into has not uh, went unnoticed. Thanks. Uh, a lot of people that I follow that I haven't seen really re- re- repost or retweet uh, any candidates or anything about voting, I've seen actively uh, campaigning for it. Mm-hmm. So all your efforts has not been lost. I appreciate what you guys are doing. I appreciate that. Uh, it's necessary for our community. And 607 did a tremendous job uh, interviewing all these candidates, all these judges. From jump. Getting, getting some insight on how the bringing a face to a name and also uh, uh, getting some insight on how they feel about certain situations that mean, that means or that matters to us. Right. So I salute you guys for doing salute. everything you did. Salute, Kings. Real talk. Man. Real talk. Real talk. Salute. Um, yeah, that's big, man. 607 The Ride. Check it out. It's uh, um, all streaming apps. You know, deep. That's deep. That's important, too. Because sometimes, like, for, when I got to the voting booth, I was like, damn. I don't know half of these people. The only reason why I know them is because I saw six or seven of Bali say something to or interview them, you know. So it's important. It's important. I got to uh, the names that I don't know, and I just uh, I see what's the blackest what's name. What's the blackest <laughs> name on here? What's the blackest know? name on this goddamn ballot? What man. I didn't understand was that special election. Well, one was for who was going to finish out the current term. Okay. And then the other one who's going to take office for the next term. Oh, okay. And so I voted was, black. It was a little confusing. Very much so. Well, it was it was two people. It was two black people running. Right. So um either way you're gonna vote black. I'm voting black. Like for the first with the special election I voted black. Yeah. You know, I want her to uh the the black to finish. Okay, yeah, gotcha. And you. then for the new one yeah, uh, shout out Ryan Davis. Yeah. You know, I voted for Ryan. I'm going to let you know. Now I voted. You okay. know, I say, hey, we got to support. I went to school with that young man, Andy Frank. 
So, you know, I had to vote for Ryan. Salute. Yeah, your votes matter. It does. Like, I think the last one, he was missing it by, like, one vote. Yeah. And it was crazy. Like, who did not come out and vote for this? Yo, that one vote matters. So, it's important, people. Well, according to the polls, this he needed a lot more votes. So. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good. It's not. But uh, I appreciate uh, everything that they did to uh, support this man. Right. And then uh, after I voted, uh, I went to my mailbox and cleaned it out. And some of the names that didn't sound the blackest were actually uh, black people. I'm like, damn, you need to change your fucking name. Yeah, put an emoji with a black fist. Right. <laughs> some of your shit just don't sound right. Yeah. I get it though. They were trying to trick the white people. When they say, I'm voting for the most whitest. Yeah. Their parents trying to get their application process when they try to get a job. That's yeah. what it was. Like, <laughs> I don't want to sound like some nigga shit. Yeah, like yeah but some nigga shit matter at this point. Because yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't think it was black enough for me to vote for that name. Yeah, we, and we I, gotta do more research. We do. really got to do it. And here's what I, I mean, That's back to 607 of Bali, man. Shout out to those gentlemen. Yo, they yeah, because the names that the the people that I he did interview and I saw the name come across like oh I know who that was. That Any was. other time it's just the president, yeah. and then everybody else is like, "What's the blackest name on this motherfucker?" Yeah, but you see that long ass row of unopposed people. Yeah, I was like, "Shit!" Nobody even fucking with him. Right? Like you getting you getting reelected off easy. of GP. Easy. Shut up, Joyce Elliott. Yeah. I'm not mad at Joyce Elliott. I'm not mad at all. That's why I was like, I voted for the other balls because Joyce Elliott was there. Like, I want to make sure you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you good, Queen? You good, Queen? Cool. That's what you need to run for governor. Yeah. Ooh, Facts. Facts. I'm speaking it. Oh, can we get Joyce Elliott for governor? But yeah, that was, uh, yeah, if I, don't, if I don't know the candidate, whatever the blackest name on that bitch, right. I might have missed a couple. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, I might have missed a couple. But uh, one time for everybody went out and voted, though. One time for everybody went out and voted. I, yeah, that's necessary. I got two stickers since I did vote twice. Yeah. Um, yo, again, shout out, Blaze. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your new project, self-titled Marcus, dropping very soon. One time for Blaze. I appreciate it. One time for Blaze. Shout out, Tico. We got a new show coming up, I think, March 16th, if I'm not mistaken. One time for Tico. Um... One time for Fred. Yo, y'all represented Saturday, man. Eight by eight, Kappa side chapter. It was good seeing my brothers out there. Yeah, y'all brothers looking good. Y'all made me proud. Chicken was good, too. That's important. That's very important. That's important. Yeah, yeah, salute. We didn't have the raggedy thing. I seen some people out there struggling. Ooh, you had to see a struggling tent or a table at a home coming up. Ooh, what happened? <laughs> y'all didn't get enough people together? At the school like ours, where they really don't want to support a lot of our activities, especially people of color, uh, even when they plan the event, they move it last minute and they don't really sit out enough uh, advertisement and notice about it. So for us to show up like we did, salute. I can't wait for it to get bigger and better. Yeah. I think that's almost all. Shout out my mom and dad, as always. I love y'all. Appreciate the food. Shout out mom and dad. 
Shout out to my parents. Uh, shout out to Eve. She came out to brunch. One time for eat. This motherfucker gonna put a goddamn fruit roll up and her mimosa. Mm. And there and everybody in the goddamn brunch was like, let me try that. Oh shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> the fuck is happening? She had a bag of fruit roll ups. Damn! Everybody tried mimosa. <laughs> everybody tried that shit. Mimosa. This is delicious. White people loved it. And diabetes. <laughs> off one brunch. Off one brunch. Yeah. You chop your left foot off. Shit. But you had a good time. All I got, bro. All really, man. Hey, good people. Whenever you want to write in to us, man, I got time today because fix my life. Let's talk about it. Please send your letters in to powerlunchhour at gmail.com. I will be happy to hear from you. I look forward to getting these letters. It fills my work day when I'm so supposed to be doing actual work. Thank right. You. Right. Maybe <laughs> some long letters. That's it, bro. All right. As always, it's your boy Corey Doseki. Yeah, it's your side nigga on something else. Hey. And we out this beat. Yeah.